Hey guys, and welcome back to another Fanboy Comics. I guess you could say this is a, a movie comment. Well, it is a movie commentary. I'm doing another movie commentary, that being Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. This is a basically a remastered version of P Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back uh, from, I would have to, gosh... What year was that? I don't even remember what year that was, to be completely honest with you. Let me go ahead and look it up right now. Uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back is from 1998. I remember seeing that in theaters with my two brothers uh, along with my uncle. Uh, I remember going to that movie and they had a Mew card. It was a Pokemon card, a special edition Mew card that you would get from the actual uh, theater and my uncle said because he paid for the tickets he got to keep the cards we were so pissed and he did that with every single pokemon movie we went to go see uh but i am going to be commentating uh this uh this evolution movie just because it is technically a movie i've seen but because it's a remastered there's going to be some things that are different and I just want to see how it is. Now, I was thinking about watching a movie that I had completely, like, first time seeing, but I don't know how well that would have been as far as commentary goes. So, we are going to do this. So, I'm uh, giving you this time to go look up uh, on Netflix. It's called Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Uh, of course, when you press it, it will automatically start playing. Pause it and go all the way to the zero, zero mark. And I will press play at the count of three, and we will start talking about it. Now, I don't know if this has like a special in the beginning of it, because back in the day when there was Pokemon movies, sorry, back in the day when there was Pokemon movies, they would have these small Pikachu shorts in the very beginning of it. Whether that be like, I remember on this one back in the day in 1998, I can't remember the exact title of that short but it was basically there was this huge like playground daycare type thing for pokemon and trainers left them out there this was your first time seeing snubble uh because uh the i guess second generation hadn't officially come out yet so it was your first time seeing snubble and meryl and i believe Alekid was another one that was brand new so we got to see those guys very first hand and then, of course, you would see uh, Pokemon like Ash's Charizard, uh, Brock's Onyx, who you got to see all of Misty's Pokemon, famously Psyduck, you know, being his dumb self. But yeah, uh, those were really fun. I'm not sure if there's anything like that here, but let's go ahead and get a start. I will do a countdown from three, and we will press play. One, oh, I said countdown, so three, two, one, play. All right, Netflix logo. It's really weird that, you know, they're able to have this as like a Netflix original. It's very interesting. Pokemon. A Netflix original film. No, it's not. It's not original. Oh, so it starts off exactly the way it would in the very beginning. This animation is so weird. I feel like this animation was the animation back in the day. I don't know if any of you guys remember these. But they used to do these really cool like magazines debuting the newer Pokemon. And they had these like photorealistic 
Pokemon uh, art styles as far as the the covers or like a random poster in the middle of the magazine. That's basically what this was. Now these uh, architects or scientists here, they are looking for Mew. This is so weird, like, because it's almost the, see, right here. I don't think this is a part of the actual movie. This is something new, right here in this little tent. Maybe. Oh, well, I'm not sure. Maybe the whole tent thing wasn't there before but that whole conversation was I believe with association with the Pikachu project see this this looks like some sort of dream sequence I believe this was in the movie as well course this person talking here is Mewtwo I think this is the entire voice cast as well the same voice cast I would have to double check this animation style is pretty intense though I always wanted this in live action detective Pikachu was like almost there basically This is pretty cool. You know, Mewtwo was one of those Pokemon that like, like Mew and Mewtwo, like even with this movie being out and like playing the games, original yellow, blue, red, those things, like we all as kids thought like, oh, this is like super awesome, crazy Pokemon that no one could ever get. And it's like super powerful. And then nowadays Mewtwo's like a chump change, you know? It's really crazy to think about. See this, like the the facility that they're making Mewtwo seems a lot nicer than what it would have been in the original movie. Very uh, darker type. Oh, so they're talking about the uh the gender of Mew. Now in games Mew it doesn't have a gender. Uh so I guess non-binary? I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't want to go into that territory. I feel like I would get super roasted and uh, offend some people, so I I do apologize for that. But there's a lot of Pokémon inside the Pokémon mythos that doesn't necessarily have like a gender. And so I like how they kind of talk about that right there how they said maybe it is both but maybe it is neither as far as the mother or father of Mewtwo I just thought it was very odd that Mewtwo like freaked out so quickly because this is this is basically his first breaths as like a being so for him to freak out 
as much as he does here. I always felt it's kind of odd. See, this this never happened in the original movie. Them being able to like lock him down. At least visually, it was nothing like that. You know, this animation style very much reminds me of uh, Astro Boy back in, like, I believe 2008, 2009. Uh, the movie came out. I was working at the movie theater when that movie came out. But the animation style is very much like that. I know it would probably cost Netflix so much money, but I could I could definitely see them having a series of Pokemon movies like this, or possibly just like the initial Pokemon series. But I don't think that uh, would it be Nintendo. I guess it would be Nintendo. Uh, I don't think they would rely solely on a streaming service for Pokemon. You know that's why they've made a lot of their stuff free on YouTube. Now. You know, there was, I can't remember, I think it was Pokemon Origins they did have on Hulu. To be completely honest, I would love something like that or a continuation of that on uh, on Hulu or Netflix again. Oh, is this, yeah, Giovanni. God, this is going to get me in the mood to play Pokemon. I have it on the Switch, but the new games just aren't the same, you know? Now, I know that my brother has uh, those those Pokemon games that were basically the first generations, but they also like put in Pokemon Go into them. Uh, Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee, I believe it was called. Uh, but it, I want there to be like a true remake for those generations, you know? Taking my drink of water here, sorry. I love these visuals. See, this is not the same voice actor for Giovanni. Join me, and together we shall rule the galaxy. Freaking Mewtwo gets his Saiyan armor, basically. I thought it was always cool that they played this part of the, uh, uh, like this part of the movie actually played a part in the actual animated series, uh, with the adventures of Ash getting his, you know, eight badges or whatever, uh, but mostly this part was with, uh, Gary, because he was the one that, uh, that they actually showed him facing Giovanni against Mewtwo. And you didn't know that until you watched the movie uh, afterward. So it was really cool. This famous scene here, Mewtwo picking up all the Tauros. Tauros is actually a really cool Pokemon, like one of my favorites. It's really simple, doesn't have any evolutions or anything. But just the look of it, I don't know, it just seemed really cool. That's cheating, Team Rocket. You can't just catch Pokemon like that. Gosh. 
Very, very cool, though. See, this type of CGI animation style was also used in... I don't know if you guys remember the old, old, very first uh, Final Fantasy movie that had nothing to do with the actual Final Fantasy series, video games-wise. You know, this here shows Giovanni using Mewtwo as a Pokemon to fight against uh, in his gym. I'm sure they'll show Gary, yep, with his Arcanine. That's awesome. Come on, show Gary. Where is he? Where is he? Are they not going to show him? Oh, and his Nidoking. Yep, this is this is definitely Gary. Yep, there he is. Or, I guess, originally he would be technically called Blue, but in this series he would be called Gary. God, these sound effects, too. Now... I will say this, like I'm I'm paying a little bit more attention to, you know, the sound effects and everything else that a movie makes, especially in animation, uh, being in a podcast realm or world that I've been in for the past two years or so, it's really helped me, you know, pay attention to sound and things like that. Um, I've kind of considered, you know, maybe going to school for sound engineering just because it's become such a really big, important part of my life. You know, this is the uh, the important questions that Mewtwo is asking Giovanni here. You know, he's very confused as of who he is as a Pokemon. Mewtwo's still gonna freaking go beast mode. Watch. Boom. Yeah. You two asking the real important questions here. And this is when he flies off through the building. Yep. And this is in the animated series. Uh, Ash, Misty, and Brock actually see the explosion from far away and see him flying off into the air. Yeah, just like that. But you didn't see Ash right there, so. Yep, and he goes to the original site of where he was born, just like the movie. Very cool. I don't remember there being this much screen time for Mewtwo after the escape from Giovanni. Oh, I get it. He he said the name of the title. <laughs> Strikes back. That's hilarious. I think it's very cool that, like, Pokemon has, just like, I guess, any other theme, it sounds very Pokemon no matter what. So any music that you hear that's in a Pokemon movie very much sounds like a Pokemon theme.
right, now we will get to the first. Yeah. There's Pikachu. Ash. Oh, yeah, Tokopi was in this movie also. Oh, they have the original narrator. That is awesome. I hope they have, like, somewhat of the original soundtrack as well. Uh, I know this sounds a little silly, but, like, Christina Aguilera was on this soundtrack. Uh, Britney Spears was on this soundtrack. Uh, really, really good music. Ash is the same. Brock is the same. Misty is not the same voice actor. Oh, well, maybe not. Brock is not the same voice actor. Now, the voice actor for Ash, uh, she has been the same voice actor every single time, but she has changed his voice with uh, every season. This animation is both really awesome and really weird. This is where the uh, the pirate trainer or whatever, who's actually looking for Ash, comes around. Right. See, no, Pikachu has never noticed that pharaoh before. That was weird. See, yeah, this pirate dude has uh, dreads. I don't think the other dude had dreads. He just had the bandana. Bandana. Blah, can't talk. See, this is when they had a really cool, like, sound, like, theme here. Oh, yeah, here it comes. Yeah. This theme was awesome back in the day. See, this is how I pictured, like, Pokemon as a kid, like, all, like, awe-inspiring and, like, just, like, kept my eyes wide. See, I am feeling like a kid watching this stuff. This is awesome. Now, the choreography for this fight is definitely different, but completely understand. Uh, I did see, like, before, like, when this was first being announced, that somebody had actually put a side-by-side -side for this fight uh, from the original movie to now and they were similar but there was some stuff that was choreographed differently and I completely understand because they wanted to make some things a little bit more original now this is in the movie how Mewtwo is actually watching this whole thing through the camera on that Pharaoh's neck that Pikachu saw earlier Getting to see Bulbasaur and Squirtle are very, very cool. God, this is awesome. See, this is eventually how I want Pokemon games to look. Uh, whether they be... I know that Nintendo would never put it on 
like an actual console. I know the Switch is very much a console, but it's still very much a handheld. So, you know, I don't think the uh, any handhold will be able to support graphics like this, but this is eventually what I want. Yeah, the other trainer gets frustrated and brings out three Pokemon at once. Pikachu just, like, messes them up. So cool. See, and at this point, you actually get to hear Ash tell Pikachu to use Thunderbolt. And it's still doing the music here. This was, like, one of my favorite movies as a kid, so I remember a lot. I am very impressed at the way this animation is really pulling this off. <laughs> oh, snap. Nope. That's not the same voice actor for Meowth. This is the same voice actor for Meowth from the recent Pokemon shows, but not from the original. I don't think that's the original voice for Jesse and James, though. Again, the Pharaoh with the camera. Very cool. I like how they put the name Servant in parentheses, because you will learn later who it really is. This is really, really cool. Dragonite. That's awesome. Now, I think recently, uh, I don't think the episode has aired yet in America, but in the most recent Pokemon show, uh, Ash caught a Dragonite for the very first time. But it was cheating because a lot of Pokemon Ash catches, they are wanting to be caught, uh, which really annoys me. But... uh Oh, see, they didn't do that either. Man, when Dragonite first flies towards them, uh, oh, well, maybe maybe they'll stop him afterward. See, that was added. Charizard never got, like, super upset. Hologram, yeah. All the same, all the same. <laughs> I always thought that the whole Brock falling in love with every woman he sees is very over the top. Uh, and surprised that they were able to keep it very G, if, uh, if not PG. Uh, just with kind of the stuff that he would say. See, this conversation was very different as well. 
RSVP wasn't really a thing. See right here, this is where Team Rocket should be stopping them with the pan. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is where Mewtwo changes the weather. He is way too OP. I don't care what anybody says. He is a bit OP for a Pokemon in this movie. For how he is in the game, he is super OP in this movie. I feel like Netflix or Nintendo or whoever can make some really... Like this animation. Think of this animation with like Legend of Zelda. That would be awesome. Or even something as childish as like Mario. Super Mario, you know? I think there's a lot of potential for more content for streaming services with this kind of animation. Uh, and video games. Whether that be something like even going a little bit more adult with something that just came out. Doom. or uh, Or Dead Space, you know? Dead Space did have a couple movies that tied into their video games, but I think something like this would be a lot more visually appealing. Ooh, the attention to detail on Pikachu when it's raining is awesome. God, this is so good. I like I'm going to be gushing about the animation style throughout this whole thing just because it is awesome. Especially with the character designs, uh, with the Pokemon and the random characters in this uh, Poke Center too. Scyther, Slowpoke, Charmander, Electabuzz. I could probably name everything in here. Bellsprout. Holy crap! We're going to see here. Yep, these three characters here are going to be characters that are going to be along for the, you know, journey ahead. This is all like the movie here. Even the same, uh, same character design, same, uh, 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 uh what's the, what's the term, uh, Gosh, what is it with their voice? It's the same, uh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm missing the word here, uh, accent for the character as well. Almost the same voice, it has the same tone, but that character right there with the tank top almost uh sounded the same it was so weird and it was it was so weird and dumb how we all just fell for you know every every freaking nurse joy and officer jenny looked exactly the same i know it's really dumb really silly to talk about now but, of course, because of the games and easy NPC 
development or just creation. They made it that way in the show, which I thought was really funny. Of course, now you have those separate trainers using their Pokemon to cross the sea. Uh, God, that Gyarados looks amazing and terrifying. I'm pretty sure this is like what Pokemon used the animation style anyway to uh, see. Now we're seeing a lot more trainers go out there than the actual movie. A lot of those didn't actually appear in the in the original movie, like the one with the Pharaoh and, and the Kingler. That was added here for the original movie or for Netflix's original movie. Yeah, the Scyther, that wasn't there either. Scyther's a bug, so for them to try to cross the sea is dumb. This was, though, the whole Pokemon Trainer uh, monologue. This is where... Are they going to be dressed up like Vikings like they were before? Jesse and James? Oh, no. This is completely different. Lame. Lame. See, this is completely different. I guess they wanted to make it a little bit more believable. See, this originally was Jesse, James, and Meowth pretending to be uh, Vikings on a really crappy boat. And I believe Meowth was like a dumb little like mermaid statue on the front of the boat. <laughs> but of course here... They wanted to make it a little bit more modern, a little bit more believable, so they have a Lapras boat, which I think... I mean, cool design, but uh, definitely different from the original movie. See, and it made it a little bit more believable as far as the crash, because it's a crappy boat that would break in a storm like this, while this looks like it's a bit modern and would hold up somewhat see now they notice it's Jesse and James here which they didn't recognize that until the boat actually crashed <laughs> no matter how crazy of a situation they're in they always try to make do their little motto it's awesome 
See, this is when I'm guessing the boat will completely be useless. Uh, she's going to use Staryu, right? Yep. Ash will use Squirtle. And I don't know at this point if Brock had Meryl or if he's going to use another one of Misty's Pokemon to help. I can't remember who they... Well, I guess they both... They were both on Staryu. That's right. Yeah, and here comes Squirtle. Very, very cool. I feel like Ash's face is a little wide... But yeah, the jumping between waves is something that is uh, that was in the movie as well. But like it was funny because it showed like the like intensity of how like Brock was holding on to Staryu. They're holding their breath for quite some time. This wasn't really something that they did in the movie, in the original movie. Let's see. I love the communication between uh, Pokemon. Like, I know it's very simple because of like hand gestures and things like that, but you wouldn't necessarily understand anything. But just being able to see how they do communicate is also kind of cool. I don't remember if there was anything visual like acknowledging the castle that Mewtwo was in at this point. I love the small moments with Mew uh, in the original. I hope they're just as funny here in, in this movie too. Because there comes a point where Mew really kind of uh, messes around with uh, with Jesse and James and Meowth. Yeah, Ash's face is just very, like, wide and somewhat chunky in the cheeks. It's really weird. Still have to give them props for the actual animation style. And I will say it's a bit inconsistent with every shot. So that would be something that I would, you know, have to say against the movie. This is where we will see who made it through uh, the Raging Sea. Uh, and, and you'll see that it was the original three that voiced against uh, Officer Jenry. Oh, <laughs> wheezing. <laughs> Oh, is he going to do the windmill scene? 
where he like tries to sit on it and then he falls and then he falls and then he falls. Yep, they're gonna try to make it. See if it'll actually work. I guess it doesn't really work out the same. Yeah, it doesn't really work out the same. And the other one, just the way he was sitting on it, because he, he like, the way it was turning, it would, he would fall and then land on the next one, and then fall and then land on the next one. I apologize if you hear anything in the background faintly. My, Like I said, entire family's here. Quarantined. But, uh, my mom going to be a little bit loud, so I apologize if you hear her in the back. Love the visuals here. Now, I believe the last one is a little bit more orange when it was dark, just because of how animation was back then, but they were able to keep it a little bit darker here. I love the way it looks. You do see the three that survived and all of their Pokemon. See, now that makes a little bit more sense, you know, showing the storm as a test. You know, some people had to fail the test. So showing those individuals that, you know, attempted was, you know, good on, on this version's part. <laughs> Here comes me with Team Rocket. Great. I love Team Rocket, especially uh, James and Meowth because they're the dumbest of the bunch. It's great. That trainer might be the same voice actor. Yeah, these all might be the same. God, Brock is such an idiot. 
See, I don't think he hit on this girl as much in the movie, in the original movie. I guess this is the first time they'll see Mewtwo. I like how all the Pokemon are a little on edge because I feel like they would know, I guess. I wonder how they'll, if they'll change the story up a little bit, you know, wanting to keep it a little bit of original, although, you know, still the same movie. I'm sure they will change the story a little bit. This was in the movie as well. Small little tricks Mew is playing on Team Rocket. Yeah, this is all the same here. He's going to try to... Oh, nope. This is different. Because I believe the guy with the tank top, instead of just, like, yelling, he actually attempted to, like, run and, like, punch Mewtwo. And that's why Mewtwo, like, defends himself. I'm pretty sure. Hyper Beam? Yeah, Hyper Beam. Hell yeah. Reflect. I could see this is how much I'm like a closet nerd because I know every attack these things are using. God, I love Pokemon. And now Nurse Joy is released from the telepathy. Yeah.
definitely this will be I'm pretty sure the part where Team Rocket notices what Mewtwo is really trying to do with the Pokemon. Yeah, this part. Some of this dialogue is different, but basically the same type. I like how Team Rocket is the one to unveil the secrets and not the heroes. Are they going to do the same thing they did with the original movie? The, uh, who's that Pokemon? <laughs> they just take one hair. Yep. They're so dumb. <laughs> I love it. And boom, a clone of Meowth. Mew still playing those tricks on Mew, or Mew still playing the tricks on Meowth. You know, for somebody who is, you know, saying that he's the strongest human, or strongest trainer, strongest Pokemon, which also would be assumed that he is the smartest as well, he does the same stupid monologues as every villain would do. conversations between Pokemon like I was saying before Pikachu standing up for Ash and the rest of the trainers
If a giant Gyarados couldn't take down Mewtwo, why would you think a Rhyhorn? Super tiny. Yeah, heavy. But super tiny. Why would you think he would be able to do anything against him? Some trainers are so dumb. See, I feel like this is going a lot faster than normal as far as the clones. Because I don't think the clones are shown until they go out into the stadium. Maybe. God, the attention to detail on these Pokemon is absolutely amazing. You got to see somewhat of the uh, texture and scales of Blastoise. Now Venusaur. Now Charizard. And I love those like small little like birthmarks that they have that differentiate themselves from the originals. See, they say that anybody can get these Pokemon, Charizard, Bulbasaur, I mean Charmander, Bulbasaur, and Squirtle, but the one thing that always bothered me is that you weren't able to catch them in the wild, in the games, like if it's something that everybody can get, you know? One thing that always bothered me about those games. I always love the nicknames. Shell Shocker. After this movie, I always named every... See, right there, when he says Charizard, he actually says, well, mine doesn't have a nickname, but I choose Charizard. That's what he, usually, that's what he originally says. But, like, after this movie, I nicknamed every uh, Venusaur Brute Root and every Blastoise uh, shell shocker. I love the attention here because Charizard does actually attempt to fight Mewtwo immediately, because it's just that like I guess the way dogs, you know, try to show dominance. Same thing with Charizard here. He sees that there is somebody who is trying to show that he is the bigger Pokemon in the room, and Charizard tries to do the same. The uh, battle arena looks the same here. 
you know, I, with these, with this type of animation, I feel like the Pokemon battles don't necessarily like will be as crazy as regular or like traditional anime animation would be. But I feel like with enough time, these Pokemon battles or fights or, you know, however they decide to take this animation in the future, uh, with enough time, they can make them pretty, pretty epic. The energy ball was not an attack back then so that's one thing I guess is at an advantage for this movie is that a lot more Pokemon lore has been put into Pokemon so they're able to do a lot more in this movie make it a little bit more visually appealing I guess Dude, that Venusaur got squashed like a freaking frog on a road. Are they going to do it the same way? Oh, no. Yeah. The shell. Looking like something out of Mario Kart. See, the one thing that I always loved about the relationship with Charizard and Ash is that, yeah, you know, Charizard acts like he doesn't really care. But when it comes down to fighting, like, Ash and Charizard really know how to, you know, work together. A sky battle. Which looks amazing with this animation. Sorry if I'm a little quiet. Just kind of in awe with all of this really really cool see there is going to be an inevitable moment where every child i don't care who you are every child that 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 saw this original movie cried at and i promise i will try not to cry but there is a moment that's coming up Oh, seismic toss? Yep, seismic toss. Holding by the throat, too. Holy crap.
Done for the count. Man, Charizard. Oh yeah, this is where he captures them. I never really understood that, like, the reasoning behind wanting to, like, create clones from Mewtwo. I guess it's more so because he's a clone and he doesn't, like, I guess, doesn't want to be in, alone in being a clone, I guess. God, Psyduck is so dumb. <laughs> You know, in the original movie, at one point, Misty and Brock return all their Pokemon to their Pokeballs. I wonder if they'll do the same thing here. Same thing with Ash. Ash does the same thing. Freaking Ash's Pokemon and the only Pokemon that are actually like fighting. So pathetic for everybody else. See right here. Don't know how a Pokeball captures a Pokeball. This wasn't in the original movie. This whole scene with Misty. That Vulpix was, of course, uh, a gift to Brock because uh, it was something that was... Uh, see, this is from the original movie. Ash getting hit with all those Pokeballs. Oh my gosh, I have the subtitles on. Every time Pikachu says P because he's running, it is literally just putting it all across the 
bottom of the screen. That's hilarious. Even like Ash's jacket, they pay such good attention to the detail. Like when it goes really close to the screen or to the camera. That's where Ash jumps. This was in the... He grabs onto it, yep. And then he, like, basically hovers with the Pokeball. Oh, no. Because he's able to, like, follow it in the other one. He doesn't really let it go. Oh, yeah, there he goes. He's going to jump in there. They're going to play that whole thing again. Who's that Pokemon? Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> it's Scyther. <laughs> That's hilarious. Telling those people who don't know too much about Pokemon who these Pokemon are. Little Queen. This was a part of the movie. <laughs> See this visual right here with him like trying to keep Pikachu out of the machine. That wasn't necessarily in there. Like, visually, anyway, with, like, the red lights and everything. In the actual movie, it was more green. Looked a little bit more, like, science-y, to be honest. They were able to still scan it, though. So, Pikachu clone is still coming in. Which, I believe this Pikachu clone actually was an event in the uh, Pokemon Go game here recently when this movie was first uh, released on Netflix.
showing all these clones coming out. Now, with these, there wasn't very much of, uh, like, to show the difference on these guys, which I thought was kind of weird. In the original animation, they had, like, like I said, those little birthmarks or whatever to show which one was which. Here, it doesn't look like they have a whole lot of different like textures to their body or any those types of birthmarks see and of course all the original Pokemon come out as well because what will end up happening is all the clones will side with Mewtwo here in a second but you know when they're confronting the other trainers uh, Mewtwo gives another like uh monologue and then ash will say you know the whole well i won't let you and he comes out with all of the uh other pokemon and another good song uh that i liked as a kid uh shows you know plays in the background man i guess the only bad thing about these live commentaries is I have been recently in this whole, you know, time of quarantining. Uh, I have been trying to drink less sodas and drinking a lot more water. And man, I have to pee. And I think there's still another like 20 or 30 minutes in this freaking movie. Here's all the clones. Again, nothing shows that they are clones, which, I mean, I guess that's the whole point of making clones, to make them identical. See different, uh, different dialogue here. Visual with all the Pokemon with them is pretty cool. Ash, turn the hat. That means you know it's going down. See, this was also a part of it. You know, him trying to fist fight Mewtwo, basically. And this is where you, where everybody gets to see Mew.
they really captured like the cuteness of Mew in this movie. Yep, Mewtwo's pissed off. Ooh, using the command mail wave. <laughs> Using teleportation. See, I wonder if Meowth will be able to translate what Mew and Mewtwo are actually going to be talking about. No? Maybe later. This is visually cool, flying around the castle. See, with this movie coming out, like, I think that Super Smash Bros. needs to do a, like, DLC showing that, uh, like, this be a stage in Super Smash Bros. That would be kind of cool. And our first attack from Mew, showing that he isn't just some cute little plaything that he can actually attack. Very cool. That, that line was in the movie, so you do have some fight in you. Oh, see, there's Meow. Yeah, he's going to be the translator. Yeah, this was all in the movie. In the original. I like how everybody else's Pokemon are like super ready to fight and then Ash's Pokemon are like, bro, we don't have to do this. Man, you're not going to have that song in this? Man, that song gave me the feels every single time it freaking happened. Every single time it played in this part. Not even going to have like the melody or anything. Lame. 
again, probably licensing things that they, you know, wanted to get past. <laughs> the Psyducks. <laughs> All in the movie. Now, I like the actual, like, uh, I guess, score. Score sounds nice. Oh, this is where Pikachu will find the other clone. With the scarred ear or the extra black on his ear. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe maybe this song doesn't come on now. Maybe it comes on a little later. Ash still trying to find his way down. Now, remember, Ash at this point is still like 12 years old. So, always crazy to think about. Things are going silent. I think this is the part where the song comes on. Yeah, no, I think they skipped that whole other song. Because this is already getting to the point where... All the other Pokemon are getting like tired out and stuff, yeah. Man, those flames on Rapidash look pretty cool. Yeah, literally, Nurse Joy, Brock, and Misty said the exact same thing, just in a different wording. This is all just like fluff to get the... This is also in the movie, the conversation between Meowth and Meowth. Realizing that they don't need to fight. You know, I always thought it was weird that, like... I mean, this whole thing with, with Meowth talking... It has turned into a debate, like, if any other Pokemon could learn how to talk or anything like that. But, I mean, 
other episodes of the franchise and even other movies in recent years have played around with the idea with making other Pokemon talk. Um, after this, uh, Lugia talked, Entei talked, uh, I believe, gosh, uh, Celebi talked. Uh, eventually, they even made Pikachu talk for a short while. Everybody made fun of that. Uh, I love this clashing of, of Mew and Mewtwo. To be completely honest, just really, really good. Like, this is able to give them, like... Like, this animation, it gives the Pokemon, like, I guess... Uh, like, like, emotion. But I feel like the old animation was a little bit better... With that, ouch. Sorry about that. Got a little immersed in the movie there. Realized that I wasn't talking. Yeah, Pikachu and Pikachu definitely don't want to fight anymore. But even here, you know, they're saying that, you know, they won't they won't stop until the other one stops or whatever, or until Mewtwo and Mew stop. Mew doesn't necessarily want to fight, though, you know? He's only defending himself while Mewtwo is, like, just angry and fighting. They keep saying the same thing and it kind of bothers me now that I'm really like paying attention to the dialogue. Probably they probably did the same thing as a kid when I was a kid. Kind of, same kind of fluff dialogue, but Oh no, here it comes. This is the part. I'm going to cry. That looks awesome. Looks like a one of those like crazy Photoshop things that people do nowadays. Looks like a Boss Logic picture right there. See, this is where Ash is starting to see like nobody wins in a fight like this, so it's gonna try to stop Mew and Mewtwo and. I'm gonna cry.
Ooh, is he gonna get Thanos? Is he just gonna disintegrate? Is he gonna turn into stone? Is he gonna turn into stone? He's gonna turn into stone. Yep, turn into stone. <laughs> oh no, here he comes! No, I'm just joking. He looks like he turned into brass, not stone. This is where all the Pokemon start to cry. This is where I'm going to start crying. <laughs> I will admit there is a part in my original comic book that I am currently writing that this part here where Pikachu's trying to shock Ash back into life or whatever, uh, I actually uh, draw inspiration from this to my comic. That's all the tease I'm going to get you because the book probably won't be published for another 10 years anyway. Oh my god, the tears coming from Pikachu are so realistic. Jesus, don't make me cry. You know, the tears from, like, the original anime, like, just, like, looked like really weird tears, but... See, now you start to see the sparkle of the tears in this, and now it's starting to look less realistic. Yeah. It's so weird because, like, with the animation of the Pokemon, just touch them up a little bit with a little bit more CGI, and it's freaking the Pokemon from Detective Pikachu. It's that good of animation, and it looks awesome. See, this score is not one that I recognize for the movie.
Again, a conversation between me and Mewtwo will probably happen. Meowth will probably translate, right? Just like the movie, maybe? In the last years of Pikachu or what do it. That's. Well I mean. That's what happened. In the movie. In the original. But visually it just looked completely different. And the power of love. Brings back Ash. Man, that attention to detail, my god, so good. That's weird. The clone Charizard just licked the regular Charizard. That didn't happen in the movie. This is where Mewtwo takes all the clones. See, I don't know if there was ever a sequel to this movie to, like, learn where Mewtwo took all the clones. If there was, let me know. Uh, I think I'd be okay with watching that again after watching this. But I can very much see just how, like, Dragon Ball Z started to make new movies I, I can see Pokemon making new movies out of this animation if this did well. I'm not sure how well it did as far as the views on Netflix. So, if it did well, I can see them doing something with it. Now, there's a really cool scene when they're all flying that it shows all the clones and Mewtwo flying away. I wonder if they'll do it here. Because visually, with the animation style back then, it looked really cool. And of course, the, the 
clone Pikachu's the last one. He's able to like legitimately say bye, wave, and all that stuff. Yeah, and then they, like, basically retcon this entire thing for the anime. Saying Mewtwo's gonna wipe their memory. Yeah, they didn't show it. Lame. They're all going to be sent back, basically, I guess, to that Poco Center, which was at the beginning of the movie. Oh, come on. Buffering, seriously? Right at the end? All right, so buffering is not that bad. So, you know, here's the Pokemon Center, and I'm guessing everybody's going to be there just like the same, you know? Nobody's going to... Yeah, this is basically right when they learn about the storm, And the difference is that Nurse Joy is there. I mean, it's it's not a difference in the actual, like, movies, but I'm saying in the timeline because, you know, Mew let her go. Or Mewtwo, sorry. All the same as the original movie. God, I love this animation. I know this. I've said that this entire time, but that animation is just amazing. Yeah, and here you'll probably see, just like in the movie, in the original movie, you'll see either Mew or Mewtwo far off in the distance. Oh, maybe this is where that that one shot that I remember with all of uh, the clones and Mewtwo and Mew flying off in the distance. I think this is where it might be. So maybe I got that mixed up. You know, this uh, theme or the music actually is kind of reminiscent of one of my favorite video games is uh, Kingdom Hearts. But, you know, and this is very reminiscent to Ash being able to see the... Pokemon Ho-Oh in the very first episode of the Pokemon franchise. You know, him being able to see... Yeah, see right here. He references it right here. And of course, I guess that is, you know, teasing the next movie, which would have been... Uh, uh, the Lugia 2000, I think, is the one that's next. And that Pokemon theme, man, is so awesome.
I love that narrator. No, still no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Team Rock is still on that, like, crazy, on that, like, just desolate island. Nice. Yeah, still no uh, scene with all the Pokemon. I thought for sure they were going to put it on here. Alright, well that is the end of that. There's still six more minutes of credits. I won't talk through all of that. But uh, thank you so much for listening to my live commentary again. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm doing these correctly. I know that I kind of get stuck in just watching the movie sometimes. And, you know, there's probably just like dead silence. Y'all are trying to listen. But uh, hopefully y'all are watching the movie with me. So that way you can at least enjoy the movie as well. But, uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Share it, please. And uh, if you have any advice for these live commentaries, please let me know. I'm trying to learn a little bit more on how to do these things and uh, providing good content for you guys. So until then, I will see you guys tomorrow. (laughs) 